his eyes. I came as a whore. I came as a bite that came too short. I came as gold. I came as crap. I came clean and I came as a rat. It takes a long time. God dies too. The mountain's born. He'll stick to you. And we're back. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. This is season six, week four, coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. It's doing pretty good. I'm uh, coming at you live, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. I'm excited tonight to talk uh, about some things that we haven't really talked about much this <laughs> right. year or last year. Just football. Well, football. Right. Well, I mean, the Super Bowl is next Sunday. And although we are ostensibly a baseball podcast, it's the middle of goddamn January. So I guess we need to start talking about some NFL football. Right. Super Bowl is coming up this Sunday from Miami, Florida. Featuring the San Francisco Giants of the National Football Conference. Also known as the 49ers. Just like Did I just say Giants? Did I just say Giants? Yeah. Nice. I am. I, I am. Locked into baseball. Locked into baseball. Here we go. <laughs> found it. I found the passage. This year's Super Bowl matchup is set between the AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs and the NFC champion. I literally wrote this last week, Sam. The NFC champion San Francisco Giants. Really? Yes. Last week you wrote that all? Last week I wrote that. Jeez. 49ers. San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. It's their nickname. It's their nickname. Although I did realize you did have Giants B Royals in the World Series what, five years ago. Yep. Uh-huh. Kansas City outlast. Right. Giants won. Yeah, the Giants Giants won. won. Kansas City outlasted the Tennessee Titans 35-24 to and earned their first Super Bowl berth since 1969, while the 49ers dominated Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers 37-20 to earn their first trip to the Super Bowl since 2013 when they lost to the Baltimore Ravens. So, Sam, question. Who do you like in this classic battle between old-timey prospectors and unfortunately named Native American image appropriation? Well, <clears throat> I think I got to go with the prospectors in this one, Joel. And uh, it has to do with the fact that I don't care for the Chiefs. And I don't know why, but I don't. Right. Don't like them. Don't like Pat Mahomes. Right. Don't like Andy Reid. I don't uh, like Andy Reid. Really? Oh, because he was a coach. Wasn't he a coach for Oregon? Isn't that why you like him? No. He yeah. was a coach for Oregon. I like him because he's fat and has a mustache. Right. And he also like he looks like protege of famous that famous Green Bay Packers coach who yeah. was also fat and had a mustache. A mustache. Like yeah. they look exactly the same. Right. This was this guy's protege. It's a good look. Right. For an NFL coach. And right. only for an NFL coach. Right. Or, or maybe like maybe like a hot dog vendor. Yeah. I can see that. With like the stripy aprons. Yeah. Yeah. 
or you know, a child molester. <laughs> you could be both. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, anyway, I, I don't care for Andy Reid. Uh, I don't care for the coach of the 49ers either, though. Shanahan. No, Shanahan. He's like yeah. the opposite in that he's like the slick young guy who's clean shaven. Because wasn't his dad? Boy, we need to do our research. Wasn't his dad a coach? Oh, I, mean, I thought he was yeah. the same guy as his dad. No, no, no. He's not the same guy as his dad. Oh. Wow. I have not yeah. been paying attention. He I is- apologize. <laughs> now, the Chiefs right now, according to Steve... Kyle Shanahan. What? Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, Kyle. Seventy-nine, so he's forty. Yeah, um, Mike Shanahan is his dad, and so of Mike Shanahan. Yes, and so I think when he got the job coaching the San Francisco Forty Niners, oof, doing a good job. Um, everybody was like, "Ah, you just got this job because your dad got it for you." Which, daddy, Daddy got your job. Exactly, but then he'd like done a really good job at this job. So, you know, there's that to consider. Do you think anyone ever in his, like, school years called him Kyle Shamalama Ding Dong? Probably. Yeah. And he cried all night long because of it. Right. So, and, like, again, I don't know anything about NFL football. But it's crazy. According to CBSSports.com, Kansas City is one-point favorites, right? Uh-huh. And I would have thought that San Francisco would be heavy favorites against Kansas City. Right. Based Who, on the fact, yeah. That they haven't, like, lost a game all year? They've dominated, I mean, basically the second half. They dominated Green Bay, who was pretty good. And they beat the week before that. They did. They had a bye. No, because Green Bay was the NFC Championship game. They would have had one game before. Oh. Uh, they played Mi- the yeah, Minnesota. The right, the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And they crushed they the Vikings. Crushed the Vikings. Yeah. Right. So they've looked really good in the playoffs, and they look like they have a very, very good defense. And you mentioned uh, Oregon earlier. One reason I like. The 49ers, two of their defensive linemen are former Oregon Ducks, Eric Armstead and DeForest Buckner. Right. Great name, DeForest Buckner. I know that is a good name, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they also have the Sherm, Richard Sherman, at cornerback. Oh, yeah, I like him. Yeah. Good name. Also, great name, Sherman. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So so I like that defense a lot. They also have. Joey Bosa, I think his last name is. Do you think his friends call him Dick? Dick Bosa? No, Richard Sherman. Oh, I don't know. I think you'd have to be really good friends with him to call him Dick. Because Dick is short for Richard, right? That's like... Right, yeah. My grandfather, everyone called him Dick. His name was Richard. Right. Yeah. I don't know why anybody would named Richard would want to go by the name Dick. I think you. I, I think if I, my name was Richard, I would insist on everyone calling. I'm, I'm calling Dick. Yeah, Dick, Dick Sherman. <laughs> yeah, that would be 
<laughs> I would insist. My name was Richard Sherman. But everyone call me Dick Sherman. Uh, yeah, maybe he does that. I've never heard anyone... Like, what if you were a journalist asking a question after a tough game and said, So, Dick, how do you think about that? Hey, Dick. How do you think about that third down? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Well, his Richard get, Sherman, let's just get Dick Sherman trending on Twitter. That's, okay, we'll get we Dick. We have 300 followers now. Yeah. Let's, let's make a trend. Okay, I'll get on that. That sounds like a good plan. Well, and Dick Sherman, his whole thing has been he tore his Achilles with Seattle. Right. And so Seattle released him. And then he signed this high-risk short-term contract with the 49ers that had all sorts of performance incentives built into it. Who are the rivals of the Seahawks. Who are the rivals of the Seahawks, exactly. And he kind of hated them, too, didn't he? He was pissed. I think there's a he lot. He had like a personal rivalry with the 49ers, I felt like. Well, he he boosted on the whole uh, Crabtree. You can't right. go. That was against the 49ers. Yeah. God, what a great name, Crabtree. There's yeah. There's so many good names in the NFL. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so that's kind of. And yeah, Seattle and San Francisco have been. NFC West rivals for the last several, you know, ever since Seattle got good. Because right. growing up in the 80s and 90s, San Francisco was always really good and Seattle was terrible. Right. So there wasn't really a rivalry until Seattle started getting good. Right. So anyway, he should have signed a short-term deal with a lot of performance incentives, which he met all of them. Which he's met, yeah. He's He's been a all he's pro bowl. He leads the league in interceptions or something crazy like that. Like, really? at age, you know, he's 31 or 32, which right. is past uh, he's an old man. Well, especially and, as a corner. And coming off an Achilles tear. Right. Um, so he's really emerged as a, a, a leader, both on and off the field. Sorry for the cliches <laughs> so on the other hand you have Patrick Kermit the Frog Mahomes right um, who I don't I like either for some dumb reason he, he only has three interceptions this year are you sure that's not in the playoffs no no, no. 15 games right let's see keep talking yeah, okay. So, yeah, so Patrick Mahomes, who uh, this year, his jersey was the number one selling jersey in the NFL, passing Tom Brady for the first time since 2015 or 2016. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, Richard Sherman's going to make $39 million this year. Damn. He, only had, he only had a $3 million guaranteed contract. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Oh, that can't be right. No, no. Yeah, it looks like it. He played 90% of the snaps for all season. He made the Pro Bowl and all pro rosters. What else did he do? His Okay, here we go. Sorry. His three-year deal was worth up to $39 million, but came with only $3 million guaranteed. Sherman also negotiated the deal without an agent. 
So he negotiated the deal himself. Huh. Not smart, Richard. Except he's like a genius. He went to Stanford and graduated with a degree in, I want to say, engineering. Uh-huh. Like, he went to all of his classes at Stanford. Right. Yeah, he's still one of my favorite people. He's a badass. Yeah, he he's, like, obsessed with being disrespected, right? Yeah. Degree in communication. Communication, okay. That's not as impressive. But it was Stanford. Right. It was Stanford, but he's he might have a master's degree. Oh, yeah. He, he at least has started on a master's degree program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it's a little bit tired to just be like, I'm disrespected all the time. Like, I feel like he's got to find a different angle, you know? That's the thing, and that's something I don't... Like, yeah, go for it. Didn't Tom Brady do the same fucking thing, though? Right. Well, I think yeah. that he should, has, should have given that stick up a, like, right. a while ago. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like he tears his Achilles. He's 30 years old. He plays corner. Right. And, like, the Seahawks don't sign him to a big deal. Like, that's not disrespect. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's prudent business, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He was drafted in the fifth round of the 2011 draft. He Oh, he led the NFL in interceptions in 2013. Oh. Right. Anyway, he graduated from high school with a 4.2 GPA. A what? He got a, he had a four point two GPA in high school. Damn. Yeah. And he was part of the twenty ten Stanford team that finished twelve and one. Did he play with Andrew Luck? Yeah, he played with Andrew Luck. Yeah, those were some good Stanford teams. So yeah, so I mean, I like San Francisco to win the Super Bowl. I don't know what Kansas City's got. They've got, what, Kelsey, the tight end? Right. He's old, though, right? Yeah, I think he's still doing a good job at playing tight end, though. Tight end is such an interesting position. So unique in NFL. Yeah. You know, you have to be kind of a burly white guy, apparently, to do well at it. Right. Well, also, it's like a completely different... Like I know that I've talked a lot of blowing smack about Rob Gronkowski, but right. he really changed that position, the way right. it's played, like, yeah. forever. And I guess maybe the some of that credit should go to Bill Belichick, but I don't know. That yeah. guy's nuts. He is nuts. I don't think he's going to come out of retirement, but he might. Right. He also scored, like, he has scored the most touchdowns by a tight end ever, and he did that in, like, the first three years that he played football. You know what Uh, I mean? And then who else? So, what other tight ends has Tom Brady thrown to? Because you, Danny Amendola's not a tight end, is he? He's just, like, a small receiver. And Uh, Aaron Hernandez, who has a new uh, special out on Netflix. Have you watched that special? No. Me either. I'm, like, hesitant to, because I think it's going to be so sad. Exactly. Um, but him, he was really good for a couple of years, and then he murdered a bunch of people and right. went to jail and killed himself. Right. 
Oh, there you are. Depressing as B block. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, who was that other guy? They picked up that. He was really good. Fuck, what's his name? But it's always been like Rob Gronkowski and then another guy. Yeah. Like that was Bill Belichick's thing. The Tom Brady, Bill Belichick thing is like we have two offensive tight ends. Yeah. And that's too, too many receivers for you to cover, you know? And if you've got a talented tight end, it doesn't even have to be as talented as Gronkowski. They're so hard to go. Right. Because they're big and fast. Well, you know, not as fast as a wide receiver, but still. Right. Uh, ben Watson was another one. I don't remember him. He put, he they he he was good. Uh, he came in after Aaron Hernandez, I think, but he had a long career before he came to the Patriots. He was like kind of older when he came to the Patriots. Yeah. Well, and that's something else. New England has always been really, really good. Those guys who everybody else thinks are past past their prime and grabbing them for kind of a discount. Oh, did I lose you, Sam? No, no, I'm still here. Kalen just texted me. I'm trying to get him to come on the podcast. Oh, yeah, he knows more about football than we do. Yeah. (laughs) He knows a lot more about football than we do. As in, he actually watches football. Uh, all right, so I'm picking San Francisco to win the Super Bowl. What do I you? I too. Like, I don't understand why. I mean, I guess like I feel like those those numbers, like favorites, that's based on Las Vegas, right? Yeah. And their like in their best interest is to like keep the odds pretty even, don't you? Isn't uh, it? But I, I I don't know. Sure, that sounds good. I think so. What's your point? Well, the point is, is like, if I'm paying out a long shot, like, if the betting is more even, that's better for the... Right, okay, I got you. I, you know... I I actually don't know about sports betting, so I can be wrong. So that's the way it seems to me. Yeah, we've done entire episodes on sports betting, and we still don't know. And we know nothing about it. it works. This is a great episode. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I, I saw a funny map, though. You know, what states are rooting for what teams. As very red state, blue state on this one. Where San Francisco's got the West Coast, plus New England and New York. And then basically the rest of the country is for Kansas City. Huh. Yeah. I think there's a lot of nostalgia value. You know, people want the Kansas City Chiefs to win because they haven't won since 1969. And Was that the first Super Bowl? I thought the first Super Bowl was 1966, and they just won a couple of times at the very beginning. But let's look that up. Yeah. The, uh... they, were like, they were like, along with Green Bay, they were like the first, uh, you know, dynasty of the NFL. Right. Well, wait. Didn't, weren't the Cowboys one of the first dynasties? The Cowboys got really good in the late 70s. You had the Steelers and the Cowboys get good. And then my... that Tom Landry? Yeah. Okay. I, then, thought that, I thought that Tom Landry and 
uh, Vince Lombardi faced off in the food in like one of the first Super Bowls, or like in not the first Super Bowls, but like before the Super Bowl, Vince Lombardi and Tom Landry were like I head don't head. I could be wrong. I don't know anything about football. <laughs> I should keep my mouth shut. <laughs> just, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> just shut up. Just, just shut, shut up, up Sam. <laughs> so the only super, <laughs> the only Super Bowl the Kansas City Chiefs have won is the 1969 Super Bowl, which was Super Bowl Four. Okay. I think they lost. They were in. They were in Super Bowl One. I think they were in Super Bowl One. I'm trying to look that up right now. And I think they lost to yeah. They lost Super Bowl One to Green Bay. Okay. So I guess they can't be a dynasty if the only two they've only won a Super Bowl in their entire history. Huh. Tom Landry played as a professional football player for the New York Yankees, which were a part of the All America Football Conference. Oh, when was that? Nineteen forty nine. Interesting. Uh, and he was the coach of the Dallas Cowboys from 1960 to 1998. To 1988, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> anyway. Now you know. Now, so, yeah, like, the 49ers, you know, they had Joe Montana and Steve Young. And so he they was got... a punter. Who was a punter? Tom Landry. Huh. Anyway, interesting. Yeah. And he looks like Johnny Depp. Does he look like Johnny Depp? Tom Landry. Well, he looks like Johnny Depp from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So I guess he looks like Hunter S. Thompson. Like, I'm not a big dog. You know, Johnny Depp's kind of gotten weirder and weirder. But I would probably watch a movie with Johnny Depp starring as Tom Landry. Right. Yeah. Johnny Depp's done though, right? I I don't think he's done much of anything in a long time, so probably. Well, he just I feel like he got caught up in me too. That's right, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just gonna chill with his millions on his private island. And, and like... his his crippling wine addiction. Really? Yeah, apparently he spends like millions of dollars a year on wine. Fuck. Unsurprising. Right. So the Dallas Cowboys won two Super Bowls in the 70s and then three Super Bowls in the 90s. Okay. The Packers won the very first two Super Bowls. Okay. That's why it's called the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Yeah. And then didn't win again until 1996 with Brett Favre. Right. Yeah. So... Anyway, I feel like you and I, Joel, are kind of like the opposite of the average American sports fan. Because we're like really like that baseball and then kind of like football, where I feel like the most Americans really uh, like ba- football and kind of like baseball. So, oh no, I'll save this for the C-Block. But um, 
I was thinking about that in terms of boring sports, right? Uh-huh. And how baseball is perceived as the the boring of the team sports. Right. But when you get down to it, football is way more standing around, look, you know, oh, yeah. sitting so there. Boring. It's very, very boring. Yeah. You just sit there and watch dudes stand around for 30 to 40 seconds at a time. And then you have 10 seconds of violence. Right. And then everybody then stops like, and stands around. I read this interesting thing about Blue's Clues one time. Okay. I was like, this is going to sound weird. Right? I, I'm ready. Yeah. Um, and Blue's Clues was like a revolutionary children's show uh, that broke the mold of children's programming. Because, like, so it was like, Sesame Street was like the gold standard, right? Right. Until Blue's Clues came around. And what Blue's Clues did is they would play one episode per week and they played it every single day at the same time. Right. And it became like, because like, they were like, children aren't learning anything from Sesame Street. Like maybe they love Sesame Street, but like the lessons that they get from Sesame Street are going in one year and out the other. Uh Right. Kids who watch Blues Clues, it was the same lesson every single day, five days a week. Yeah. (laughs) And so they actually learned it. And so, like, what football is, is, like, there's a play that lasts about five seconds. Right. And then they replay that play over and over again for the next minute. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, like, that sinking in, I feel like, more in this American psyche. Do you see what I'm saying? Rather than baseball, which is like they don't do that many replays. Do you mean like the video replay? You mean like watching from TV? Right. And you get to see the video replay over and over and over again. Right. So you like watch a play and then they replay that play. Okay. So it sticks in your brain more. Yeah. Well, I actually... You know, I've, I haven't been to many, very many football games, and the ones I have been to are college football games. But it's really fun to go to a college football game and get to see actually what's happening on the field all at once. Right. Because I actually hate how TV broadcasts football because you don't actually get a sense of what's happening. Right. right? Because if, if the quarterback is going to throw to the receiver, the receiver starts to play – not even the play, starts, you know, when the quarterback is throwing the ball, you don't see the receiver. So then the ball is loosed, and the camera tracks the ball, and it's like, oh, my God, there's a guy wide open, and it's a huge surprise that there's a dude wide open down there at the 10-yard line. But Uh at the game, you see really what the quarterback sees, which is, as soon as the play develops, oh, that guy's wide open. Just throw it to that guy. Right. Well, you see better than the quarterback sees. Yeah. Yeah, because you're up in the stands. Because the quarterback, you don't have a 600-pound linebacker coming at you full force. <laughs> right. <laughs> and all you're thinking is, I wish Cincinnati hadn't drafted him. <laughs> <laughs> But see, I really like that. Like, I really, and I think this is actually a thing why Madden is such a popular game because uh-huh. you actually get to understand. Like, football is interesting. The part that I think is interesting about football is designing the plays and how do you get this guy open or how do you exploit this mismatch, you know? 
Right. That's cool stuff. I guess so. But, but even most- if you're at the game, like, there's the action that you see, and then they have a 60-foot by yeah. 150-foot TV screen that they play the replay on. Yeah, no, the spectacle is is annoying, and I wish, right. I wish baseball stadiums would get away from that. I right. like I went to Nationals Park. They have a giant jumbotron at Nationals Park, and right. I just it's kind of annoying. Yeah, you don't really need it. Yeah, well, I'm like I'm a big pitch count guy, as you know. Oh, yeah. Like, I like to know exactly how many pitches each pitcher has thrown at all times. Right, know? right. But you don't need a monstrous jumbotron to... Well, no, that's what I'm pitch. saying. Is I wish that that was the only thing on the jumbotron. <laughs> I would like to see the pitch played in real time in 60-foot <laughs> letters at all times. That's what I want. One number. Yeah. Because I'm a big pitch count guy. You know? <laughs> That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that I like about baseball, you know, there is a lot of standing around, but there's always something going on. Like, somebody's always doing something. Right. You know, whether it's the pitcher or, you know, where's the shift coming on? Is that guy leading off? Right. Well, or, right. And then often, like, the inaction... Had like makes changes to the game. Yeah. So it's like, say the pitcher throws a pitch and the batter doesn't swing, and it's like whether that was a called strike or a called ball changes the entire makeup of not only the pitchers and the catchers dynamic. I mean, the pitchers yeah. and the batters dynamic, but like, are we now playing for the double play, or yeah. like are we like worried about the bunt anymore, yeah. or like all of this shit like that? It yeah. makes a it makes a big difference. Yeah, I really like that. Right. And that kind of exists in football also, you know, but not in the same way. But, like, you know, what happens on second and seven? Right. You know, affect Rather change. than second and long. Or yeah. second, second and four. Two. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's cool. Anyway, but, yeah. I just feel like we have an inverse in our sports right. interests. Yeah, I'm comfortable with that. I think yeah. I think it's because most Americans have a total thirst for violence. Yeah. Which well, I we're not radicals. That's what I'm saying. It's like, we're not radicals. But we just are at an inverse. Mm-hmm. I can dig that. All right, cool. All right, well, we made a blundered our way through another B-block. Right. Uh, anyway, San Francisco 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl in Miami. I think and so. hopefully there's not a hurricane wink. Wink. Right. Uh, and are you going to be rooting for Jimmy G as a Patriots fan? I think I probably will be abstractly rooting for the 49ers, assuming yeah. that I watch the game at all. Right, exactly. Which I probably will. Yeah. But I don't have like Super Bowl plans. The only sports plans I have for this week is I'm actually going to do a Nets game on Wednesday. Oh, fun. Who are they playing? Uh, uh, the Pistons, Detroit. Cool. Very cool. I'm going with Kalen. The Nets? Oh, yeah. Say hey to Kalen for me. He was texting. Yeah. Uh, the Nets have that crazy colored quote that whenever you watch it on TV, it makes it look like everyone's in black and white. It's bizarre. 
oh, like the stands are in darkness. Yeah. That's the way it looks, I feel like, on TV. is like, it looks like you're watching a play on TV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The court is, like, really brightly lit. But anyway, hopefully Kyrie plays. That'd be fun. Oh, Um, yeah. Kyrie's back. And hopefully Kevin Durant, you know, is wearing a suit. I don't know. I don't know what I'm hoping for from him because he won't be playing. No, he won't be playing. (laughs) Hopefully he's there, you know. Yeah. Hopefully the Nets win, I guess. I don't know. Why not? I guess, gonna... I guess I could root for the Nets over the Pistons. Right. <laughs> yeah. I have to go to get, because like, I, I would like to be a Nets fan. Like, I feel like that would be the New York team that I could embrace. Right. And it's just so hard for me to do. Yeah, they've got to give you something. I mean, when if Kevin Durant comes back and you'll have Kyrie and Kevin Durant, they'll be good. And I, I, good don't team, have, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I think that Kyrie Irving is not as good as you would think he is. Yeah, don't tell Eli that. No, he's come around in my way. Okay, good. Yeah. Because the Celtics are like better this year with the same team. Minus Kyrie. Except for Kyrie is not playing and they have Kemba Walker. Yeah. Who on paper is like the same player, only not as good. Yeah. But they're doing better. But they're doing better. Yeah. And, like, their young players are doing better. Like, the people who they were like, Kyrie, they went on that uh, run for the playoffs, and Kyrie was injured. And they're like, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are the next two superstars in the NBA. Yeah. And then next year came, and Kyrie was back, and they were averaging, like, 12 points a game. And it was like, oh, we were wrong about these guys. But now they're playing, like, again, like they're supposed to be good. Yeah. And it's because Kyrie fucking sucked. Yeah. As a teammate. As a point guard. Yeah. And he said weird shit all the time. Right. And he was a flat earth believer. And he's flat earth. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't think that he orchestrates the game the way a point guard is supposed to. I would agree with that. Uh, And he's a really good offensive, like, scorer, but not a game coach. No. Because he doesn't believe in the roundness of the earth, so how can he understand the roundness of a basketball? Right. Yeah. He's like, you see this? This is not what the earth looks like. Right. He like takes out a knife and stabs the basketball. <laughs> He's like, this is what the earth looks like. And then he gets a, another right. another penalty. Right. That is, they give him a technical foul and ask him to leave the court until he can like not bring a knife out there. <laughs> all right all right uh let's log off this has been good let's come back for a c-block yeah um sweet so enjoy the super bowl uh we may or may not be watching it i don't right. know and we think the 49ers are gonna win and we think the 49ers are gonna win and Joe thinks they should change their name to the giants <laughs> it would just make it easier for all of us right specifically Joe. It would actually make it much more difficult for NBA fans, uh, NFL fans, because they'd be like, oh, which football team do you like? And they'd be like, oh, I like the Giants. And then they'd have to be like, San Francisco or New York. Right. What if just every team were the Giants? Right. The, right, the, the New England Giants and the Chicago. New Orleans Giants and the Miami Giants. The Chicago Giants of Soldier Field. 
<laughs> San Diego Giants. San Diego Giants. Giants. The Los Angeles Giants. The Seattle Giants. The Kansas City Giants. We have two New York Giants from New Jersey. Right. They both play in New Jersey. <laughs> Buffalo Giants. Actually, everybody in the entire league just changes their name to the New York Giants because they have exactly as much like claim to the state and city of New York as the New York Giants of East Rutherford, New Jersey have now. The Washington Giants. Right. Carolina Giants. Oh, the yeah. New York Giants of Carolina. The New <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would know who wins any games. Right. Who won? The Giants won. Oh, no shit. <laughs> U.S. Sports Center. And Giants take a big lead over the Giants. They're up 17 to 10 in the third quarter. Meanwhile, let's cut over to our other game of the Giants. Right. The Giants. the Giants are in the red zone against the Giants. <coughs> <laughs> Why is this such a funny concept to me? I don't know. The Houston We're Giants. We're already on the C block right now. Yeah, this yeah. Is, <laughs> we have sailed straight into C block without even making a making a break. <laughs> All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This is Dump on the Yump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Uh, check us out on all your social media platforms. Like us, subscribe, rate, review on Apple iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, and you can find us on Facebook, Spotify, or SoundCloud. For Sam, my name is Joel. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow.